Hi, everybody, and welcome to Adventures in Artslandia. I'm Susanna Mars, and I'm sitting with Sarah Greenman from Statera Foundation. And we met over 10 years ago. Easily over 10 years ago. Yes, <laughs> in a show here in Portland with the wonderful Wade McCollum, a piece that he wrote called One. That's right. And Sarah has had all sorts of exciting adventures away from Portland since that time, and one of them is Statera Foundation. And I wanted her to talk a little bit about it because it's an incredible organization. Can you speak a little bit about what it Absolutely. is and how the heck you came into it? <laughs> yeah, so um, I left Portland Gosh, in 2005, right after one mm-hmm. at Inside Out Theater, which mm-hmm. I think is now defunct. Yes, no more Inside Out Theater. No more Inside Out Theater. Okay, <laughs> that makes me sad. I know. It was yes, great. but we, um, my family and I left for Dallas, Texas, and we were there for about ten years. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband uh, got a job as head of acting at Southern Methodist University. Mm-hmm. I continued writing plays and acting and, and working, and uh, I ended up at the Utah Shakespeare Festival in 2014. And I was working with Melinda Funstein, who is also at the festival, and she was just in the process of starting an organization called Statera Foundation. And it and it came about mostly because uh, the women that were in the company at that time were having a glass of wine on a porch, as most good things start on porches <laughs> over alcohol or coffee. <laughs> and uh, we realized that there was... Uh, a huge gap in terms of uh, women in the, the company. And of course, it's a Shakespeare company, so by nature of the content, there were very few female roles. And Statera Foundation was born, and our idea was that we wanted to bring women into full and equal participation in the American theater. So it was a big goal, and we were a small but mighty group, and that's where it began. About six months later, I got a call from her saying, I've done it. I have a nonprofit status, and we need uh, a creative director to help us craft our mission, and I would like you to join us. So I did. It is an incredible mission because full and equal participation. There's no mincing words no, there. No, we are a gender parity organization. Mm-hmm. Our thought is that if you have half women in the room, the culture will change. Mm-hmm. Interesting. 100%. And we use a really inclusive definition of women. So Mm -hmm. woman is anyone who identifies themselves Mm -hmm. as Mm -hmm. a woman. So how is the organization diving into this goal? Right. So we have uh, a lot of programming. The most visible program of ours is the... Uh, conference. We have an annual conference. Mm -hmm. And our first one was in Cedar City, Utah, at the Utah Shakespeare Festival, because that's where we began. Um, Last year, we were at the Denver Center, Mm -hmm. and we partnered with uh, DCPA, which Mm -hmm. was excellent. We also, um, this year, are at uh, the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee, and Mm -hmm. we're working with uh, Renaissance Theater Works. They are a 25-year-old organization that does only women-led work. Mm. <clears throat> so that's exciting. It's so interesting because I wonder, as you go into these uh, various places with the conference, mm-hmm. how is the response? I'm, I would imagine that during the conference itself, there's much enthusiasm. Oh, and yeah. People are like, yes, yes, yes. But then what happens after? Right. So we we love being in person, right? Mm-hmm. We have such a an online space, especially as actors who are moving all over the 
the country mm-hmm. and doing work in different locations, it's so nice to gather mm-hmm. <laughs> and see each other. And that gathering has its own momentum. Mm-hmm. Once you meet people in person, you network, you see what other people are doing, what organizations are doing to increase uh, gender parity in their own space, mm-hmm. uh, you get excited. And so you find other people, like-minded people who are doing the work and who are doing it in new and unique ways. Well, that's a question also because I know part of you know equity subject is what happens to the people who are replaced by women or people of color? Like, how do you make these transitions in a way that is sure. equitable and palatable? And, and I think there's this idea that there's not enough to go around. Mm-hmm. And I think that's false. Mm. I think that uh, the people that are in the positions who are replaced by women and people of color, they're not really being replaced. Mm-hmm. They're going to move on to something new anyway. Mm-hmm. And uh, what, depending on the organization, sometimes it's been um, a white male who's replaced over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's not it's not that big a deal to hand it to someone else who looks different or who thinks differently. So these transitions are over time. And mm-hmm. I'm an I've also seen organizations yeah. adding positions uh, in order to make more parity in sure. their organization. And then as other people leave, then, of course, the whole culture changes. Absolutely. And it's also fiscally responsible. I mean, if you're a, an arts organization who wants to tell stories that reflect the full scope of the human experience, your audiences expect that from you. You want that to be your goal. And so having people in leadership who can lead that charge and reflect that charge is only going to be good for you and your your business. Right. Well, and it seems, of course, that then that organizational leadership will then shift the whole culture of the audience and open doors to people who haven't maybe felt they're part of the culture in the first place. 100%. Yeah, it's been a really interesting conversation thinking about how we do that. And I've really kind of turned on my side, you know, things have gone a little whoop, (laughs) that by opening our doors and quote-unquote inviting is not really enough. No, no, it's... That's I don't like that uh, that idea that we have the space and you get to come. Right. That's baloney, mm-hmm. frankly. <laughs> I think power with is right. so much better than power over at right. any juncture. We are an intersectional feminist organization mm-hmm. in terms of working with everyone and everyone across the board. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that Statera Foundation does so well is coalition building. Mm-hmm. I think if we're going to make headway at all in this uh, in this goal, this gender parity goal. Mm-hmm. We have to work with other organizations that are already doing the work. I don't mm-hmm. want to reinvent the wheel. There are so many great organizations that are doing this work, and we want to link arm in arm with them mm-hmm. and create the road by walking it together. So in the fundraising that you're doing, mm-hmm. uh, you're hoping to grow your own organization yeah, for the purposes are. of continuing those conventions right. and that kind of outreach, and then also in support of other statewide organizations. Is Statera mm-hmm. Foundation a national organization? We are. We are a national organization. Uh, we, our executive team is all over the country. We have somebody in Utah. We have somebody in New York. We have me in Oregon, mm-hmm. um, somebody in Denver as well. 
yeah, one of the things that we realized early on is that we needed to be really fiscally responsible and do programming that would take very little money but a lot of, of love. And so the conferences, also we have a, a mentorship program mm-hmm. that is a region-by-region, chapter-by-chapter program that is going very well. All of these programs are outpacing our staff capacity right now. Oh, that's and great. So, yeah, it's a good, a good problem sign. to have. Absolutely. And so we've been working with Women Arts, which is a nonprofit out of San Francisco. Mm-hmm. The executive director is Martha Richards, and she's been mentoring us mm-hmm. as a young nonprofit, which has been great. And she really believes in the work that we're doing and is in the process of stepping away or back from her own work at Women Arts. And so she has offered recently a, a $25,000 challenge gift to Statera for us to match in the month of June mm, this that's month. Incredible. I know. We're so thrilled in not only, of course, the money. It's going to go a long way in our hands. But just in her faith in what we're doing. She believes in the coalition building we're doing. She believes in the mentorship program. She loves our conferences. She sees that this is a, a multilateral attack mm-hmm. on something that she holds really dear, which mm-hmm. is gender parity for women artists. How does the mentorship program work and who is mentoring and yeah. who are the mentees? It's been in a beta period for about a year and a half. We wanted it to be rock solid. So mm-hmm. we started small. We started in Chicago and two really wonderful performers, actors, uh, theater artists, Erica Holland and Manita Gandhi. Oh, uh, she was here. Yes. did her show here. She's, She's fantastic. a good friend of mine from PCPA Theater I Fest. I interviewed her. Oh, did you? Yes. <laughs> Manita's wonderful, and mm. she is one of the co-coordinators of our mentorship program in Chicago. Oh, wonderful. And uh, so far, we have worked with Gosh, over 250 women in the Chicago area. Mm-hmm. Uh, some mentors, some mentees. And the mentors come to us because they have reached a certain place in their own career where they feel like they have something to offer mm-hmm. somebody else. Mm-hmm. And uh, the mentees are there because they are either new to the business or they have a really specific thing they're trying to get done mm-hmm. that they just need um, an extra hand, some mm-hmm. help. And we don't have a real um, mentorship culture, mm-hmm. I think, with women. Or, yeah, mm-hmm. with women in theater, that feeling of lack, like there's only enough to go around. Mm. And if I'm mentoring somebody, she's competition. Mm. We we are really trying to obliterate that at oh, Statera Foundation. A, and that's a, just a fallacy in the art. It is. And there is absolutely enough to go around. And I think when we lift each other and we highlight the good and excellent work, you know, we call out each other's wins, as it was mm. recently told to me. I love that. Mm. When we highlight the good work that our um, that our colleagues are doing, it only amplifies the work we're doing. Mm-hmm. You know that wonderful sort of moment in the Obama administration where the women uh, on his team used their amplify thing, where if some if a woman said something at the table and it was it was passed over, it was the another woman's job at the table to amplify the thing that was just said, repeat it, oh, throw it back up into the air, and right. so then after hearing it two or three times, the men at the table would pick it up. And run with it and, and allow those ideas to to penetrate that circle, that good old boy circle. And oh. it was a, a real um, strategy that they used and yeah. was written about, I think, in Huffington Post. Oh, so this idea that. of amplifying uh-huh. other women's work is only going to be good for everybody. That's such a lovely thing to think about is when you are at a table and you hear a voice that's passed over. Right, or marginalized in any way. What you can do. Right. Uh, and it also tends to kind of quash the idea that there's a competitive 
whiteness at the table right. in the first place. Even if you as a woman are at the table because you Absolutely. kicked some ass <laughs> to get there. Yes. You know. No, a good idea doesn't care who had it. Right. Right. That's 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 another idea that really needs to <laughs> kind of go away so that we yes. can all share in the joy of creating and of making good work. Absolutely. Yeah, and the creative process is so fascinating and unique to each individual person mm-hmm. to have the opportunity to speak to people about how what you're doing and how you're doing it and to open yourself up to new ideas. You know, writing isn't always with pen and paper or computer and keyboard. Yep. It's recording, it's sharing, it's whatever. It look, can look like collaging. Yeah. And to, you it's know. It's interesting. I, I have uh, two children, one of whom had a stroke in utero Mm -hmm. and has, because of that, cerebral palsy, epilepsy, a a host of issues. And his way of moving through this world is so different than yours or mine Mm -hmm. or anybody I know. And his existence in my life has taught me so much about what it means to authentically take up space and create your own story. Mm. And because of that, I, I just, I feel like I'm trying to bring a little bit of him and his essence into the work I'm doing with Statera Foundation and with my own work mm. and allowing um, new ways of seeing things to be how I see things. <laughs> so fascinating. That just opens up a, a door to a whole <laughs> host of conversations True. about how human beings feel that they are worthy in the world. And if, if, being worthy is meaning speaking or mm-hmm. how we perceive success. And um, I think we're at a place in the world really where things are really shifting in terms of what human beings need to quote unquote do to survive. Um, or to succeed, as you say, that success, that idea that there's a way to mm-hmm. succeed, mm-hmm. a single path. And being happy right. in your life and what that, what that looks like. I love the work that uh, Teresa Thuman is doing up at Sound Theater in Seattle right now. Her whole season is about disability and radical inclusion. Mm. And so I see pockets in the Pacific Northwest where theaters are really shining a light on uh, marginalized uh, communities and and people with differing abilities than the sort of neuronormative crowd, as I call ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's such a nice and um, peaceful, actually, time to be making art because there's a lot of conflict out there. And so we can find center and make work that reflects the full scope. Mm. And I, I feel really lucky to be able to do that work and joyful and hopeful about it. Oh, I, I can feel see hopeful. it in your, in your speech and your way of being in the world. It's incredible. And you're also a visual artist. I am. I'm a painter. Mm -hmm. When I had my son, uh, he needed 24-hour care. And so me and the theater became a difficult thing Mm -hmm. because it's hard to work into the late hours with a son who needs something in the late hours. Right. So I started painting. Uh, It was something I'd done before, but I just dove headlong into it. And I'm an optimist at heart, and my work reflects that, whether it's on canvas or or on stage as a Mm -hmm. playwright. Mm. So your training for this, you mentioned earlier, you went to Mills College. I did. And you obviously got filled up with a lot of incredible ideas and all the tools (laughs) to to pursue them. Yes, it was was good exposure Mm -hmm. for me. And I've been able to take my ability to write and to synthesize ideas and to create visual interest and and help Statera craft Mm -hmm. their message. Mm -hmm. And it's been 
my lifeblood, really, for the last three years working mm. with Statera Foundation. Wow. And so I'm so excited that we are working now with Women Arts to ensure that the programming that we have is, is going to have a life, a real life. I mean, it already does. It has so much momentum. But now we're going to be able to beef it up. Right. For sure. How do people get involved either by making a donation or sure. uh, by becoming a part of the organization itself? We have lots of ways to get involved. Of course, you can attend the conference, which is October 4th through 7th mm-hmm. uh, in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. And our website is staterafoundation.org. You can find all the information there. You can also donate through that page. Mm-hmm. And um, right now, through the whole month of June, donations will be matched dollar for dollar up to $25,000 by uh, Women Arts. Great. So that's a great way to get involved. And then also in October, we are launching a membership program oh, so that there's a uh, a fee that you pay annually, and that will give you access to the whole network of Statera Foundation job listings. Right mm-hmm. now, we um, it's so interesting because we're doing this work. Mm-hmm. Theaters and nonprofits are now coming to us with their uh, open positions because they are looking for women mm-hmm. and women of color mm-hmm. and people who identify as women mm-hmm. to apply for these positions. So we're suddenly in a sort of matchmaker matchmaker moment where we're getting uh, feedback from those organizations saying, hey, we know you're doing this work. Will you help us find a person who matches this need? And so the membership program will also give them access to that. And then um, we have a bunch of really wonderful artists like Martha Richards from, from uh, Women Art who will be doing podcasts about funding women-led art projects mm. and um, such things as that. So, oh, that's yeah. great. I'm really looking forward to hearing about every every inch of it. And if you want to check it out more, you can go to staterafoundation.org. And Sarah Greenman, thank you so much for telling me a little bit about the organization. I'm really looking forward to seeing it grow and flourish. And and certainly this is a perfect time to be a, a broker for women <laughs> in the arts because there are so many uh, high positions in, across the country that are Things are opening available. up right now. Yeah, we have the most uh, openings in the last three decades are happening right now. Right. There's so a lot of turnover. If you identify as a woman and you would like some support in looking for a job, I would venture that you could reach out to Statera Foundation and see what's out there. We're here for you. (laughs) Thank you so much, Susanna. It's just so great to see you. Yeah, so good to see you too. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Adventures in Artslandia. Download the Artslandia app on iTunes where you're going to find a comprehensive arts calendar that's the best in the West. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Artslandia.